Hey everybody, welcome to their sports. 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Rancher. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Old acquaintance be forgot. Right? You know what I'd like to forget is being sick and inside for all of the first six days of 2020. Yeah, this decade has sucked for Joel. Yeah, so far, no good. Yeah, he's been sick for a whole decade. Oh, man. How would, how would you rank the decades that you've lived through and remember at this point? Oh, reverse order. Yeah. 80s, then 90s, then 2000s, then 2010s. Yeah. In terms of what's going on in the world? naming at least a couple decades near the top that you didn't have sex in. I'm talking about, like, for you. Oh, for me. I thought you meant in terms of quality of world. Yeah, for you personally. Okay, for me personally, it'll be uh, 2000. It's reverse order. Oh, so you you keep getting better. No, never mind. 80s. No, it would go 2010s, 2000s, 80s, then 90s. Hmm. The 90s weren't great for me. Junior high and high school, forget about I'm thinking it. thinking about the, yeah, the 2000s, the, uh, the 90s are at the bottom. That's that's easy. Oh, see, that's, see, that's, also my, all my the baseball bands? career peaked in the 90s. Oh, so that's fair, yeah. So that's when I was like, oh, man. Fairness, I think mine did, too. <laughs> I mean, I think all of ours did in yeah. most sports, right? I played, I played one. Well, I, played I guess so. When you say it like that, I feel like a jerk. <laughs> We're all more athletic in high school than we are once we start drinking beers no, all the time. Probably, that's probably true. Yep. Uh, I think I'll go 2010s over 2000s. Yeah. Give this decade a Yelp review. <laughs> 2010s. If I could give this 3.5 stars, I probably would. Yeah. That's my favorite beginning to any Yelp review. Is it Any three-star or four-star review starts with, if I could give it a half. Right. It's like, nobody cares about your dumb system that you're making up. Yeah. You know what I really need from Yelp is people who are indecisive. Right? <laughs> It's a problem. All you right, can't, you so, can't settle on three or four stars, and I'm supposed to care a, about what you say about the ramen. It's a, it's sports, a sports comedy, comedy podcast. podcast. Yes. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a, an event to look forward to in the new year: stadium Yelp reviews. Hey, yeah, that's fun. Uh, but also, we're really in the thick of it. We got NFL playoffs; regular season's mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And, oh, and we have. Oh, this is a big deal then, mm-hmm. because in the wild card game, the Tennessee Titans upset the New England Patriots, which means Tom Brady will not be in the NFL playoffs this year. Ooh, he's a free agent, and he's coming on the podcast today. Wow, yeah. good get, Gene. Yeah, right? Jean. I think no, it it's Gene. No, it's Gene. Yeah. But I got uh, it right. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this is—we're talking Tom Brady of five Super Bowl rings. Is it six? I think he might have. Oh, is it six? It might be. Six. He's got. We'll look it up before he comes on. He's won yeah. so we, many. We've forgotten how many Super Bowls he's he doesn't won. even have six fingers. Well, I guess on both hands he he's does. Married to, to Giselle Bunchen, Bunchen. or Bunchen. his horse's name is Orb. <laughs> yes. Uh, I know a lot about family. this fellow. I went to yeah. U of M. Yeah, and so and so we're gonna have him on because no, perfect. Pe- uh, people don't know where he's gonna go next. Apparently, he's not yeah. gonna give the Patriots a hometown discount, and he's a free agent. He's 42, 43? Yeah. yeah. But look at the resume. I imagine he's gonna he's gonna be pretty confident. Well, we'll have him on. We'll, we'll basically find yeah. out how he's feeling out like the offseason and what he's got planned for twenty. Is he that old? I feel like he was the quarterback when I was a freshman. Yes. Wasn't he? He was the yes. he was on the bench when you were you and I were freshmen. Okay. 
Yeah, but huh. he's, he's definitely over 40 now. Wow. I'm old. What happened? And we got a news, news, news and a wide world of weird sports fan. Goddamn right we do. But first, Cleveland Browns Super Bowl update watch death watch. <laughs> Cleveland Browns Super Bowl update watch. <coughs> ah! Death watch. Brought to you by Tombstone Pizzas. It's got human meat. <coughs> All right. Cleveland Browns. Uh, Call uh, it Dr. Uh, Anderson. Do, what? Uh, do you remember? Did you hear that last drop? We just play. We push the play button. We make. Yeah, the money. no. I, I mean, I heard it, but I'm kind of like I'm in like like kind of like do the, no, do the update okay, watch sorry, update sorry, mode. Yeah, just go ahead, go ahead. I don't. I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay, push the yeah, button, like, make no. the money. I was just going to all about. Okay. I was just going to ask you, Doctor yeah. Anderson, if okay. you could call it. What? Uh, heads. No, you know, death watch. Call oh, it, Doctor Anderson. Right. Time of death. Uh, really, years ago, we're talking about their hopes for winning a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, this yeah. year. Wow, I'm glad Call It isn't an improv game. <laughs> Jeez oh, Louise! I oh say, my god! It's been dead for years. All right, the Cleveland Browns, the one-time possible Super Bowl participants, according to the guy in the office you talk football with, finished the season six and ten. Mm. That, that's not that ain't good. That's not good enough to make the playoffs. Oof! And there's no, only you inverted those. Yeah. <laughs> Now, there's only one way they're going to go to Miami Beach this year. Dead in a pine box. No, at Gronk Beach. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Party. Uh, Some highlights of their season include the debut of new quarterback, Freddie Kitchens, scapegoating a wedding DJ, safety Jermaine Whitehead released from the team after making death threats to fans on Twitter, Odell Beckham Jr. having the worst season of his career and reportedly telling opposing players he wants out of Cleveland. Starting a brawl with the Pittsburgh Steelers in the waning seconds of a game they were winning. Ugh. Those last three, if you'd asked me preseason, I would have bet money on them happening. <laughs> and lastly, the dismissal of new head coach Freddie Kitchens. Oh, that one too. All right. So that's, that's four of those I would have predicted beforehand. What an uncool last name. Kitchens? Little Freddie Kitchens. Hello, of little Freddie Kitchens. As soon as he was traded, I feel like everyone should have been like, oh, he's about to have the worst season of his <laughs> career and spend a lot of time complaining about needing to get traded. It might be hyperbole, but in the opinions of this in the opinions of this broadcaster, things did not go as planned. <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah. I think all of that is exactly how Mm-mm. the Cleveland Browns had mapped it out. Uh, they just wound up in a division that was way... I mean, who would have thought they'd need seven wins to make the playoffs? But also, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. That's oh, right, John yeah. Lennon. Yeah. Uh, recently, as part of their new head coaching searches... Uh, searches. Gosh, search. The Browns said, fuck it, and made it, made it a general manager search, too. They could Harding. already be looking for their next head coach, yeah. too. They could be like, let's get ahead of this. This guy's here for three years. We can already see resumes. Line up some swim lanes. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) But basically, they're looking for a new GM now, too, because they fired him. The Browns had last year's number one overall pick. Why ever would they do that? Things have not gone good for them. They had number one, uh, last year's number one overall pick in Baker Mayfield. The NFL's number two rusher in Nick Chubb. Mm -hmm. Two 1,000-yard receivers in OBJ and Jarvis Landry. Mm -hmm. But to quote the guy in the office you talk football with, because honestly, talking to him about anything else is way worse, Mm. the Browns' offense was offensive. Oh, no, don't. That's what that guy says. Oh, how clever he is. And apparently, offensive coordinator Todd Munkin felt the same way. According to The Athletic, Munkin 
had the OC title, but Kitchens called the plays, and it was clear that Kitchens and Munkins were never on the same page. Mm. Multiple sources told The Athletic that late in the season, Munkin would spend time on the field before games telling opposing coaches how bad things were with the Browns, (laughs) calling the team a, quote, total mess, and saying that Kitchens' Sunday play calling generally steered away from most of the things they had been game planning Wednesday through Saturday. Oh, that's not how you're supposed to do that. No. But also, it sounds like Kitchens and Munkins are two British cartoon squirrels. So, <laughs> But if you need something for that guy in the office you talk football with so he'll stop saying creepy things about the coworkers, he might be interested to hear that this is owner Jimmy Haslin's fifth coaching search since buying the team in 2012. Ouch. It's oh, also wow. his fifth general manager search. Oh, wow. Not good. And if I'm a Browns fan, I want some sort of oligarch to like buy my team. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like like a get a Saudi prince in here, some Russian guy. Any yeah. any oligarch. Just come in here by the team. Yeah. It shows bad hiring. Yeah. And the hiring is also a skill. We don't care if it's some Saudi guy who's running chocolate farms with illegal slave labor. You know, we just I mean, some of us might take a stand and care about that, Joel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland I'm Brown. At you, Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland Brown Super Bowl. Update watch, death watch. Cleveland Browns Super Bowl update watch. <laughs> Death Watch brought to you by a DiGiorno pizza, also made with human meat. <laughs> <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Rob Gronkowski rang in the new year with a Gronk spike for the ages. Woo! Subheadline: The ages are now actually all set on Gronk spikes. <laughs> That's fair. New Year's Eve is a night that a younger you thought was going to be the best night of the year and only gets better when you're older, when in reality, all of us are slaves to soul-crushing entropy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. I pers- it's true. I personally came to this realization around the time Dick Clark unknowingly changed his signature catchphrase of the evening to... Happy Dew Year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a rough That was a rough couple years. But great for Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> and since, since Clark's senility is really <laughs> helping us out. <laughs> since then, New Year's Eve uh, television, which is more important than ever, because going out is for suckers. Right. Right? So New Year's Eve uh, TV is super important. Yeah, you Netflix and chill. Well, yeah, but if you want to watch, you want to catch some of that magic. Oh, that's you true. You know, on TV, it's a hellish buffet of options, each worse than the last. Right, you got to see Shakira dance with very little clothes on in the freezing cold. Well, you got... Actually, you, that, sounds, that sounds really nice. That's what most of Dick Clark's countdown is, rocking New Year's well, Eve. Well, I mean, I can't people, believe I missed that. Uh, people not wearing many clothes but you have in the freezing choice. New York you have, cold. You have Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. Oh. Oh, man. It's, oh. it's very awkward. It's not as good as the Anderson Cooper, Kathy Griffin. No, yes. Anderson that was Cooper bad. does a lot of things well, but like peppy, upbeat hosting... No, he I looks just, I'm just sort of he's, like... He's no, too Anderson. busy trying to keep New Year's Eve honest. Yeah, like... like I, I can handle you as like a muckraking journalist, but Dick Clark redo, uh-uh. It's not, okay. not going to happen. You got Ryan Seacrest on ABC. Now, see, that could work. That's, that's, Ryan that's, Seacrest is... He's he, taking over the Dick Clark Has mantle. he finally uh, admitted that he's actually a Muppet? No. <laughs> oh, it's no. a matter of time. And uh, you got Carson Daly at NBC. He's got Carson Daly, oh, who God. in another life was very likely Ryan Seacrest. Oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> Carson Daly aspires to Ryan Seacrest. But for our intents and purposes, we're going to focus on Foxes with Steve Harvey. 
Ooh. No. Yeah, Fox I didn't know Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey does it. And Steve right. Harvey, I was watching, he's doing a very Steve Harvey job hosting the broadcast, which always feels awkward when you're watching on the West Coast feed. Right. You know, because yeah. you know it already happened. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a bunch of lame jokes with the distinct possibility that he's going to say something that is like deeply offensive and not like a joke that missed way, like just him stating a belief where you're like, Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Wasn't ready for that. Well, anyway, in a, but in a cute moment, non-controversial, cute moment, there was also a cross promotion with Fox's new show, Lego Masters, and his co-host mm. surprised him with a Lego bust of Steve Harvey, mm. a Lego wow. bust of himself. And Harvey seemed like genuinely into it. He was like, "That's dope. That resemblance is crazy. That's amazing, right there. I'm really touched. This is cool." And uh, the unveiling of the Lego Steve Harvey was instantly tweeted out by Fox. Elsewhere, Family Feud producers who believe that with the right AI, the bust could simply repeat a guest answer and mug for the camera hurried to draw up a contract. Sure. <laughs> then the night took a turn. Enter Gronk. Exit stuff being put together nicely. Oh, no. <laughs> As we all know, Gronk retired from football this year, and he's been living his best life mostly by being the character of himself we all kind of had in our heads, Yeah. yeah. which all along apparently was... Cody from Step by Step. Right, exactly. He lives in a van in the driveway. We thought we thought that's what I he's like. I don't understand that reference. <laughs> well, we thought he was... Yeah. Apparently, that's what we thought he was, because that's what he is. Right, totally. Um, and uh, so he shows up on the telecast. Uh, oh, because he probably got there because he's staying at the St. Regis in New York. Right, and he goes to the concierge. Hey, where's the biggest party for New Year's Eve? And the concierge gave, gives him an option. He goes, no, bigger. And the concierge gives him another option. And Gronk goes, no, Bigger and the concierge at this point is like, all right, I, I get it. okay. The biggest party's in Times Square, right? And he's like, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> and so he jetted out of there and he gets on the telecast wearing an old timey football uniform with a leather helmet. Okay, huh. so he that, wore a costume to New Year's Eve. Yeah, huh? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm Steve sorry. Harvey's in a suit. Looks good. Why not? Because <laughs> nobody else does. I, I so, guess. But people do wear glasses shaped like the year it is. Yeah, that's I feel not a like costume. We can, yeah, it's nice when there's O's right, in the year yeah. zeros, as it were. Anyway, so in 2021, there's going to be accidents all over. Right, you're blocking <laughs> your ah, ah, I can't uh, see out of my right eye. Uh, now, and here uh, he says he's there, and this joke is getting really tired. Okay, he goes, "I'm here because I'm coming out of retirement." One night only, New Year's Eve. Yeah. And he doesn't. He means to party, and it's not. <laughs> right. Anyway, I've watched him broken down the next few seconds more than the Zabruder film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes. He goes. I'm pumped. It's like the same feeling as scoring a touchdown. Gronk spike baby, and then Steve Harvey's a little confused because he goes, "What are you talking about?" And then Gronk starts mumbling something about showing him a Gronk spike, and uh-huh. Steve Harvey goes, "We we don't have a ball," and then he grabs the Lego bust of Steve Harvey <laughs> and says. This is called a Lego Harvey Gronk spike. Steve Harvey says, what are you doing? <laughs> Gronk picks up the Lego bus, does a little dance, and then spikes it and smashes it into a one million damn pieces. What a jerk. And then Steve Harvey goes, what are you doing? Are you serious? During this time, Gronk danced and kicked the pile of Legos, which looked odd because he's a very large Ooh, man sure. kicking a pile of Legos. Yeah. And Steve Harvey goes... I don't want to work with him no more. Why is he here? Why are you here? What is wrong with you? You're mentally imbalanced. This nut right here. You know how hard it is to get those brown Legos. Right. <laughs> Which is actually a callback to a joke he had made previously when they first showed the bus. Right, but it's also true. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a color you see a lot. Right, totally. Um, 
Now, Jim Brown was also 30 when he retired from the NFL. He did so as the league's all-time leading rusher and soon after appeared in a movie, The Dirty Dozen, a story about convicts assassinating Nazi generals. Yeah. Gronk smashed Steve Harvey's promotional Lego <laughs> gift. That's so mean. Like, he must have known that was people worked hard on that. Yeah, right? well, here's the thing. It's awkward because at this point, the internet seems fairly split on whether Steve Harvey was actually angry or if he was doing a bit in the moment, like how much of this was pre-planned. He does do that bit a lot on Family Feud, like when they're doing leading things to try right. to guess him to guess genitalia, and then right. when they do, he looks mad. He's like, really? You're going to say that on my show? Right. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, apparently afterwards, Gronk posted a thing on Instagram, a picture of it saying, yep, I absolutely Gronk spiked Lego Steve to spike off the new year. Sorry, but I had to do it. Fox had no comment. Fox had no comment? Fox had no comment. They, they should have been I, like, this is so Fox. This is the most <laughs> deeply Fox thing that's ever happened on Fox. I got to agree with them, though. I'm going over the sequence of events in my head. I don't know how he 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 doesn't spike the Lego Steve Harvey. I mean, I don't know if they showed up and just, hey, just you be you. Yeah. Like, and that's a dangerous thing to tell someone like Gronk. But here's the thing. If I'm a Fox exec... I got this new show coming out called Lego Masters. Yeah. I'm thinking that's an hour in prime time. I'm thinking I, I got another idea. Another 10 minutes in after show where bullies come out and <laughs> right. fucking smash nerds Legos projects. Right. Make, them, make them beg for it. And if they don't beg hard enough, you smash Not it. Not enough people go for the bully ad dollar. <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast is uh, New England quarterback Tom Brady. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, hey, Tom. Yeah. Good to have you on the podcast. Yeah, it's my first time on the podcast. Long time listener. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're glad to hear that. Yeah. And first of all, I want to say it is an honor to have you on the podcast. You're a, a many-time Super Bowl champion. You've mm-hmm. been an NFL MVP. You have all sorts of records. I just think it's great to finally meet you. Yeah, I know. It's pretty great for me to be wherever I am at any given time. Well, It's a pleasure for most people when I'm around. Oh, okay. I'm but- really good at football and really good looking. Okay. Right, right. I know, yeah. and, I, and I, I, I think there's. Why a- you say it with such hesitation? Well, I feel like uh, you don't have to throw it out there, kind of rub people's faces yeah. in it. I I'm mean, not rubbing faces in people- it. As the elephant in the room. No, it's it's What's not so because el- people do know that about you. Yeah, right? the you- elephant in the room is I'm really good at football. And like I'm really good looking. Every room you've ever walked into in your entire life, that's immediately apparent to like everybody. Oh yeah, I mean the good looking part. The good football part that's is only part if that, they know who I, I mean, am. That's true. All that's... women go for the whole like clefted chin. Name thing. one. <laughs> uh, Don't worry about naming one, Joel. It's not worth our time. Yeah. <laughs> Tom. No, uh, no, no, no. I'm going to get this. All Hang right. On. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll come back. Rose McGowan. There. I named one. <laughs> but now, I guess the, the big question is. You know, and I don't want to get too uh, morbid about this, but it could be the end of your career here, man. I know you said you wanted to play oh, for like oh. 10 more years. Hey, it's not over for me yet, all right? There's a reason why I came on this podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, he's about to be a free agent, Jordan. Let's not... I mean, everybody knows, again, not an elephant in the room. Everybody knows he's 42. Tom, right. why don't you tell us? What people don't understand when they fixate on that age and not on you. Look, I know a lot of coaches and general managers listen to this podcast. Sure. Yeah, we're very popular in many NFL front offices. (laughs) So I just wanted to share some of my skills as something of a virtual interview to see if anybody wants to hire me as their new quarterback. 
Oh, this okay. is this is actually this is good for us. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. Let's 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 hear it. Let's let's get the elevator pitch on Tom Brady. All right. Well, well this is going to be a long elevator well, pitch. Well, real quick, do you want us to pretend this is an interview? Let's pretend like- this is an interview. Sure. Okay. Let's do uh, it. Uh, I'm going to imagine myself as the new Cleveland Browns. Uh, gee, wait, no, I should. Is do this that. part of the interview? Uh, let's just start. Let's say we're both. NFL uh, team executives. All right. Uh, yeah. Hey, Tom. Uh, welcome. Good to see you. Hey, can I seat. sit in this chair? Oh, Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. Have a seat there. Yeah, I'm really good looking and really good <laughs> looking. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, well, I think we knew that, Tom. But yep. I think the, the question that we got to ask you is that in the uh, fast pace of today's NFL, you know, even, even a slight diminishment in your reaction time is really going to hamper your skills. Do you think you still have what it takes to lead an NFL offense to the Super Bowl. Look, I have what it takes and more, all right? Like, have you ever hired someone before that got their uh, got their uh, certification in PowerPoint? Because I just did. Uh, well, because I, mean, I know that it's really attractive on a resume. Okay, well, I imagine a number of people in the front office are certified in PowerPoint. Absolutely. I'm certified in all of Microsoft Office I don't suite. know if any of the players Excel, are certified, but Word, there's probably some who at least know how to use PowerPoint, it. PowerPoint. I don't know what certification in Internet Word Explorer, is really going to bring this. <laughs> Xbox. Explorer. Who's... All Xbox. of Microsoft. It sounds like you're okay. reading off the skills section of a resume here, Tom. Yeah. And I don't know if that's... Oh, you want to know a bo- bit more about my experience and credentials? Yes, I think at this well, point I mean, in your career, we, we know a lot about your experience and credentials. You know, can you help us understand why that experience and those credentials matter so much? Absolutely. So I took an astronomy class at the University of Michigan sure and got a B gonna... plus. Okay. That's pretty good because I also had a very, very full extracurricular <laughs> life when I was at University of Michigan too. That's okay. something as a front office yeah. we look for football players who really focus on the extracurriculars exactly. when they're in school, <laughs> right. namely football. Yeah, that's something also, we're yeah. looking for as a team. What, what so that's a pretty a, good grade for a difficult class. What level of astronomy was it? I mean, it was just to get my credit, my science credit, because you have to. So this was like astronomy 101. Yeah, that was you, the first you got a one. B plus. Got a B plus. That's pretty good for an astronomy. It's not course. bad. It's not yeah. bad. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm seldom tardy. Uh, You're going to show up on time. I'm seldom tardy. So does that mean you're tardy once in a while? Once in a while. Nobody's (laughs) perfect. We kind of expect our players to be perfect when it comes to attendance and punctuality. Uh, Well, not nobody's perfect. And I, but I'm seldom, very seldomly tardy. Let's run a scenario. Okay. Uh, we're doing organized team activities, OTAs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're running late. How would you handle it? All right. First of all, I would take out my cell phone and then I would call you and say, I'm running late. Okay. <laughs> yep. Then I would try to get there quickly. So I'm less tardy <laughs> than I would otherwise be. So pretty much the standard, the standard way. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's standard operating procedure for a tardy person who I'm, cares. I mean, I would say as a team and executive, I do care. That's very attractive to me. An employee that really cares <laughs> about getting there on time right. and recognize when they've made a mistake to call. I clean sure. up after myself. <laughs> I don't throw garbage on the ground. 
I pick it up and I throw it in the waste receptacle. So I keep my workplace r- really tidy. Tom, I don't, I don't, I mean, we have locker room attendants. I mean, if anything. Don't need them. Well, oh, that's great. It's a plus, but that's not really what we're talking about. My here. personal hygiene is fantastic. I mean, that we can tell. Yeah, that we can yeah, tell, that's, Tom. That's apparent. Yeah. But, but again, the, the, the big thing here is how well you play quarterback, and we're still a little bit concerned that Oh, you want me to know about my cognitive abilities. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now we're right. Problem solved. 23 on the ACTs. Pretty okay. good. Did much better in math than in the English section. Okay. That's only because I didn't know how to read until a very late age. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, what? But then I figured it out. Okay. Hey, I'm glad. I'm glad. Twenty three is pretty good for someone who didn't learn to read until a very late age. <laughs> okay. And uh, really, what yeah. we're more concerned about is your ability to read a defense. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean. I don't need someone who's read Moby Dick, but I do need someone who's going to know when it's the zone blitz. Well, that's a relief because I've never read Moby Dick. Yeah, I kind of assumed that was the case. Yeah. But but yeah, so so uh, again, can we keep things in football context here? Absolutely. Because again, I don't think you've addressed the core concern here, which is that you are possessing a diminishing skill set as you age and that it's not going to mean we should invest a lot of money in a quarterback oh i see you want to know if i could keep up with the times the fact that you said times is a little right i'm ipad literate i've got my own tiktok that i manage myself that's is that what you call a clock or is it like it's a, a social app right okay all right mostly for celebrities and desperately underage children <laughs> See, now okay. what I'm more concerned about, yeah. and, and you kind of said this about keeping up with the times, is sure. there's not a lot of quarterbacks that we used to call statues back there anymore. Yeah. All quarterbacks now have to possess some amount of mobility. Oh, yeah, right? I see what you're saying. You, I think you might still have the record for the slowest 40 time in the NFL Combine. I, You've oh, never I been get fleet of you foot. You, know, you read defenses very well. You're a very accurate passer, but you know with your Again, diminishing skill set and your inability to avoid the rush because of your slow speed. You're worried about my 40 time. I mean, sure. I'm more worried about your footwork right. and I ability see. to pick like, up a first down. Hold on. I'm the, with you then. The 40 time. time is less relevant than your ability to evade. All right. Hold on. Rushers. I'll show you what I can do. Time me. Ready? Go. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, at the NFL there we go. Did you right? Did you, that was pretty good. Did you count to forty before you started running at the combine? Because that would really explain. Oh, now I was just showing you how fast I count no, no, to no. forty because my cognitive abilities Again, are still very strong. I, are they? Because everything that we were just talking about involved foot speed. <laughs> how do you not understand that we're talking about how fast you run? Look, I'm just trying to compete on a field like yeah, I can actually I think, compete. I think we're out of the role play now. Yeah. I, think, I think we're back into interviewing. Yeah. Tom, you're, you're Look, really I'm not, not highlighting any. I mean, you won five or six Super Bowls. You're you're a fantastic passer. You should be. You shouldn't be talking about your word well, proficiency. Look, look, boss. Look, I'm a team player, right? Yeah. Okay. That's, That's good. good. I've got legal residency in the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's important. It's not bad. And I'm ready to help you build your organization. (laughs) Did you just like read an I-9? Is that what you did before you showed up? Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, he I have two had forms. Of, out in a I long have had time. two forms of identification that show I'm illegally <laughs> allowed to work in the United States. Well, you know what I like about this? It really shows he's a go-getter that he's looked into what you need to do when you're looking for a new employer. Wow, Jordan, you always take the guest side. I try to be accommodating. No, this is. I mean, Tom. I'm a big critic of yours over the year, but you have a much better resume than the one that you keep listing off. Well, look, I, I know that my football skills are diminishing. So I'm just trying to go. I'm just trying to look to the future. There you go. So if you just give me an administrative assistant position, I'll prove myself. Whoa! I'll just prove myself. I'll work my way up. I'll be GM in no Tom, time. You want to be an administrative assistant? I word proficient. <laughs> Seldom tardy. Sounds like somebody else is and also... And I've got two forms of identification <laughs> that show that I can work in the United States of America. Also concerned about their foot And look at, at how handsome 42. I am. <laughs> Admittedly, for an administrative assistant... I know, would be great. Give you to one of the lady executives. I really feel like seldom was on your word-a-day calendar. It was. <laughs> And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. All time weird sports. That's what weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports: the ten biggest sports stars of the decade. Ooh, this most recent decade. The most recent decade. Wow. We're talking two thousand. It'd be great if, if you threw us a fucking curveball. It was like no, the thirties. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> ah, damn it, Phil. Weird decade for sports. I had to write that it was the biggest sports star of each decade. So I had to try and look up like career earnings and everybody. Yikes! Oh. Interesting. So this this uh, article is on CNN.com. It lists it from 1 to 10. I'm going backwards. I'm going to go 10 to 1. All right. I like it. I like it. This That'll one. build the drama as we approach the top spot. All right. Number well, before we start, who do you think number one is going to be? Uh, LeBron. Yeah, it's going to be LeBron. Number 10, Tom Brady. Oh, he yeah. was just on the show. You know all about hey, him. Tom. Tom. He hey, should what? You're number 10 in the best athletes of the decade. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, that, oh, okay. Th- thanks, That's, Tom. All right. All right. This uh, He's won six uh, Super Bowl rings. Super, oh, Super six. Bowls, it was uh, six. Yeah. He's uh, 11th straight year in the playoffs before this. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, number nine, Lewis Hamilton. Uh, see figure skating. The first black driver to win a Formula One World Championship in 2008. Oh. He's wow. won five world titles in the past six years. I didn't even Mercedes know that team. happened. Yeah, yeah I don't that's, know a lot that's of Formula a really one. big deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't know any of these things, but from what I do know about Formula One, yeah. it's a really big deal. <laughs> he's uh, he's British. He's taken the checkered flag in F1 racing 84 times, which is only seven short of the record 91 by Michael Schumacher. Oh wow! Yeah, pretty good. Michael Schumacher is not black. <laughs> Cool. Uh, number eight, Simone Biles. Hey, oh, yeah. yeah. She's only twenty-two, but she's already kicking some ass and taking some names. So I feel like she she got a little unlucky in that, like her, she's gonna like only get one Olympics, but it was like she won the three world championships before the last one, and now she's winning them again. And it's like, you yeah, know. it's tough when your age thing falls in like yeah, the four year. Like her Olympic her pattern. prime is only a lot of a lot of people. I feel like they get two Olympics easy out of their gymnastics career. Well, she's got 19 World Championship gold medals. The first one was when she was 16 in 2013. 19 yeah. is ridiculous. Pretty good. Since pretty two, that's good. six. So that's like almost three a year. Yeah. Yeah. 
Pretty, 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 pretty intense. Uh, next coming up is number seven, Michael Phelps. Okay, well, that makes the sense. The second University yeah, of Michigan guess, grad on the list. Well, that's like, well, that's 2012. Sure, yeah, attended. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for like a year and a half. Still good, just like Madonna. Yeah, 2008. So 2012, yeah. And then and 2016, he came back. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, what? Uh, There's another swimmer who should be on this list, but... Yeah, in 2012, he got four gold medals and two silvers. I can't take seriously a list that's going to have two swimmers on Athlete of the Decade. I can't. Yeah, that would what? be too much. Yeah. Be okay, too- no. Now, that's... Let's... Hey, let's... What's uh, What's the next? Let's keep Number going. six is Serena Williams. All right. Yeah, can't All argue right. with yeah. that. Uh, she's statistically the greatest player in the history of tennis because she's won 23 Grand Slam titles, 16 oh, yeah. doubles, and four Olympic medals. And what is it? The... The one lady who who she need, she's on the verge of tying her Grand Slam record. The only reason she won that many is because the Australian Open used to be a total joke, and she racked up a whole bunch of wins back when it was nothing. Uh, who are you talking about, Margaret Court, the Australian? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because that's in the article too. Who's also really number disliked. five, Margaret Court, the Australian. <laughs> right, exactly. She, she went dressed. super conservative, like after she retired from tennis. Okay, number five, Tiger Woods. Really? Yeah. Boy, uh, that I, I don't know if that jives with my Tiger Woods timeline. What does the article say? Uh, it says he came back with a vengeance in 2018, winning the Tour Championships. Uh, he was really good from 2000 to 2013, and then really good 2018 to yeah. So his he he I, was still winning in the early teens. Yeah. yeah, I still feel like of the decade, it's really weird. Even if he overlaps on either side, he this feels, to me, he yeah. feels like more of a, of the first 20 years. Yeah. At the very least, he should be below all of the people who were just on this list. Yeah. Number four is Lionel Messi, the soccer player. Well, of course. Yeah. I guess yeah. you gotta sure. throw one of them in. Yeah. He's 32. He's won the Ballon d'Or as FIFA world player for, uh, of the year for the sixth time earlier this month. Player of the year six times. Yeah. People in Europe and South America think he's really great. I don't get it, but I mean he's good at soccer. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a thing. People really care about that. Not nope. me, but a lot of people. <laughs> Number three, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, is okay. arch rival. Another soccer player. He's a goal scoring machine. We thought I it was will human. say he's not. Messi seems kind of cool. R- this Cristiano Ronaldo sounds like a real douchebag. Well, that's what Messi wants you to think. Cause they're rivals. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Number two, LeBron James. What? Yeah. Is number one going to be Michael Jordan somehow again? Right. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's probably going to be Katie Ledecky, the other swimmer who should have been in this list. Right. Uh, well, LeBron James, uh, you already know uh, what he did. He left in 2010 is when he left the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then yeah. his career has been up, up, up. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure for almost the entire decade, we've been doing LeBron James update watch updates. Oh, sure. So. Oh, number one's Tim Tebow then. Oh, yeah, there you go. Know, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. I mean, he's pretty good. But number one, Usain Bolt. Oh, okay. All right. yeah. You know what? You got to remember that. Also, a li- little bit outside of the box. Fastest I mean, person uh, on the planet. Right. That's one of the those... top ten. But for a number one, I'm just saying a little outside of the box for a number one. Yeah, but think how long he, he for like six or seven years, right. he was the fastest human being alive. His first record was he in 2008, travel. and then he got yeah. 2012 and 2016 gold, so, yeah. Oh, and he still holds, I mean, and he would have set the 100-meter record in there. 100-meter dash world record, that's that's yeah. a huge crown to, to have. That is so. a pure sport. It's but like wait, where was Katie Ledecky? 
Nobody knows who Kate. Do you want to hear who the honorable mentions are? Just because one of them you'll like. Be Katie Tim Ledecky. Tebow. Yeah. I mean, Katie Ledecky. Floyd Mayweather is one. Uh, I, I don't I, really. Buy he was that. undefeated. Yeah. But <laughs> how many big fights did he win in the last decade? And Joel, this one's just for you. Chris Froome. Oh, oh, Froome should have been number one. <laughs> Tour de France. Oh. Yeah, he won four times. And that brings it down to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, it's very nice that they gave one of the honorable mentions to somebody who rides his bicycle for fun. Ding, ding. Citizens of Podcast Down. This brings a close on the sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back a, a job candidate, Tom Brady. Yeah. To give Thanks you our for having me. Okay. Hey, uh, so don't don't think of this as a test. No, Just don't could, worry. If I'll, you... I'll be impressive. But we do have an open spot for an administrative assistant. Oh, man. To Jean, our, our, uh, our head of uh, talent here. So. It's pronounced Gene. Gene. Yeah. If you could just read this. Again, okay. no pressure, Tom. All right. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports the number four podcast. No, sports no, no. Oh, sports the number three podcast. Oh, no. Sports the number three podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just really nervous. There's no need to be nervous. No, no need to be nervous. You're just, you're just reading off. I the wouldn't do test. that just if it yourself. was a job interview. I wouldn't. If it was an actual job, I would have checked that. <laughs> Twitter.com/slash/sports-number-three-podcast. You can find us on Facebook by going to Facebook.com/slash/sports-the-number-three-podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. No, no, it's a podcast. No, that's what I said. I said podcast. The I didn't make a time, mistake. But the second time you yep. said podcast. You can find all of our back episodes at anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. That's anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast for all of your boat needs. No, nope. no, no, not, no, not boats. Podcast. No. Anchor FM is for podcasts. Don't hold this against me. <laughs> uh, we won't, but th- thank you very much, yeah. Tom. Hey guys, Joel. Joel. Happy New Year. Bye, Bye Joel. Joel.